Hello, everyone, and welcome to Need to Know, the only podcast focused on the latest news, trends, celebrities, and entertainment in baking. I am Kevin Kurtz, your uh, continued guest host here uh, for Need to Know. And uh, as always, with me is Gemma Stafford. The lovely Gemma Stafford. The lovely Gemma Stafford. <laughs> you forgot that bit. <laughs> I, I, I allowed you to add that. Oh, thank but you. That I is so. That. that is that is uh, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So so Gemma, we've had some um, big news recently. We we announced last week that um, we are we're moving house. As you we bought say. a house. We bought a house. And we are moving to another part of LA. Yes. And I don't know. I'm not really telling you this. I'm more telling the people who are listening because right. right. you know. But um, yeah, so we bought a house where our, the house is literally, Kevin, like th- like the space that we're going to have is like, what, three times the yeah, size that we have already? Three times the three size. Three times the and, size. You know, they, we just released a video um, showing uh, what it used to look like. Um, yeah, which was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're remodeling right mm-hmm. now, which is exciting. And I know one of the key components of it, Gem, will be your, you know, what we're calling your dream kitchen, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, like, talk to me about that. Like, even just the idea of creating your own dream kitchen. I mean, has this been something you've been dreaming about? Um, it's definitely, when we went house hunting, it wasn't our intention to, we, we wanted to buy, like, move in ready. Like, we didn't want to do any projects ourselves. Um, but, like, when we found this home, we viewed a lot of houses, didn't we, Kevin? And when we found this place, it was like, this is perfect. It feels right. Because, you know, there's so many lovely houses out there, but there's even going into some lovely houses. Like, this is a lovely house. It's not our house. Uh, but this house had, like, all the bedrooms that we needed. It had all the square footage. It had extra space out in the back for production in a garage. And then this also this other extra space, like we, we need square footage. That's what we need yeah. doing what we do and to be able to build bigger, bolder baking, even bigger. Um, so we had to do construction and, and I have to say hats off to you, Kevin, because I have um, removed myself from the situation and I've been doing very little uh-huh. in, with regards to the, like that building of the house. But yeah, it's it's um, now that we're in the design stage and we're picking tiles and colors and things like that, I can see it come together and couches and everything. It's it's coming together. Well, we're going to do another video. We're going to do an updated video of like the finished house. We are. Well, I've never done anything like this before uh, as far as, uh, you know, my family never remodeled anything. I never have as well. And I've loved it. Like, I've loved the, the process. I think it's incredibly creative. Um, part of it's thinking about how you use the space. So like the kitchen, for example. Um, Jem, talk with me again, just setting the stage again about the kitchen that we're in right now recording. Like, describe this kitchen. Like, I don't know. Is it like, it's a tiny little kitchen. I, I, I can't even say our, the square footage. this is our current kitchen. Yeah, in Santa Monica, our, our we're, si- we're sitting in our rental that we've been here for eight years almost. And um, it's tiny. We've got two counters uh, to work on. And most of them are actually taken up with coffee machines and microwaves. We um, have a small kitchen that for two people, it would work just fine. But... Running a business 
a, like a running um, a production and going and producing the amount of food that we produce on a yeah. daily basis, on a, on a weekly basis, it's just not sufficient enough. Well, and things like the the sink is probably about half the size it should be. The dishwasher is more than half the size and I think is from uh, probably the 1960s. Uh, yeah, so, oh, the so that's, is crazy. that's kind of where we're starting here. And so in thinking about this dream kitchen, you know, a space that, that, you know, number one, that it's a kitchen that you love, uh, as well as, uh, you know, a place we can, we can film, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's nice that like, you know, the good thing about design is that, you know, the, just the, um, contractor asked us like, do you have a lot of spices, you know? And it's just like, hmm, you know, do we, you know, like, does it, does it warrant a whole spice cupboard? Like, maybe not. So let's use that space for like all of the millions of baking trays we have. And we'll put your spices yeah. in a smaller space somewhere else. And we also are having in a built, we're building in a pantry, a brand new pantry that was never there before, which I'm very excited about because right now, our, for our day-to-day -day living, we have three cupboards, is that three cupboards, would you say? Like, mm -hmm. or yeah, one cupboard. Three cupboards. And um, we have, like, we're, we, we don't buy too much tinned food because we have no space for it. Uh, we have, like, one packet of pasta because we haven't got, you know, room for two packets of pasta. Like, we have the bare minimum that you can fit into our pantry cupboards just because we've got such little space. Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, the fascinating thing is that people specialize in design and flow and, you know, how you're utilizing the kitchen and utilizing the space. So it'll be quite an adventure. We'll be taking the audience on um, as far as our experience goes with, with all of that. Um, so somebody who's uh, uh, definitely used to having uh, quite amazing kitchens is our good old friend, Ina Garden. And oh, yeah. supposedly um, she's been sharing more and more about some of her spaces uh, including a tour of her, her secret garden in, uh, hmm. in the Hamptons there. So, um, so Jim, like, are there, are there kitchen shows? Are there, are there sh other chefs like that you've like idolized their kitchen or, or is there anybody who you think has just this awesome kitchen that you've seen on TV or photographed well, it's anywhere? it's funny because for different reasons, like Gordon Ramsay has an awesome kitchen. Yeah. I believe like where he does the production is built is another kitchen in the basement of his house. Sure. Um, which is gorgeous. The, uh, I'm, I'm talking about all British people now, but um, Nigella Lawson, her kitchen is in a London, I'm guessing a townhouse. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look huge, but it's very well utilized. Um, and she has a lot of equipment and bits and all sorts of stuff. And yeah, like I, I love the look and feel of her kitchen because it's used. Yeah. That's what you see a lot. Like, especially in LA, you look around and sometimes like when we even went, went to view houses, it's like nobody uses this kitchen. Yeah. This kitchen was made for somebody else to cook in it, but yeah. not the owners. Or it feels like a set. It feels yeah. like a set yeah. where it's too pristine and it doesn't feel like a family would make their meals in it. Um, I would like to, I'm going to go back uh, to what you were saying. You started with Ina. Um, everybody, 
Mm. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to go to Ina's house and have a good old route around in her cupboards, oh, like yeah. for sure. And oh, especially yeah. that extra production space that she built, like the um, like the, the barn sheddy thing out the yeah. back. And yeah, like oh, absolutely. And Ina did this thing years ago. I don't think she still, I don't think she only did it once, but she would invite fans to her house for Thanksgiving in the Hamptons. And um, I remember thinking, like, wow, like, how amazing would that be to go to Ina's house, yes. like, for Thanksgiving? Pretty amazing. Yes. Yeah, someday, someday. So, Gemma, uh, I know that drinks aren't always considered baking, but, but you actually have incorporated drinks into some of the things you made, right? Yeah. Yeah. So right now on TikTok, there is a, uh, a big trend out there. Uh, it's not, it's not the... It's not the coffee, you know, that was last year, so last year, that a lot of people are making whipped lemonade. So I, I want to show you this video and then I want to get your, your thoughts on it. Whipped lemonade is going to be the biggest trend of this summer. Just trust me on this. You're going to add three cups of ice. You're going to add two cups of ready whip. And then when you're ready, you're going to add half a cup of sweetened condensed milk and one half cup of fresh lemon juice. You're going to blend it all up and then you're going to pour it into a cup and try oh, not to spill like me. No. Top with ready whip. And you're good to go. Lemonade is going to be no. the biggest. So, uh, I saw your eyes when you saw the Ready Whip, uh, at least as far as that goes. I can't. She measured it. She measured two cups of Ready Whip. No, I, 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 no, that's not a thing. Don't make that, please. I, 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 I implore you, do not make that a thing. <laughs> like condensed milk, Ready Whip, and uh, fresh lemon juice. And that, I, I, like, that doesn't even, well, it doesn't actually sound good. Well, Jen, the, the funny thing is, is that other TikTokers are putting uh, Kool-Aid packets in there. They're putting alcohol, so making an alcoholic drink and coconut milk and, and things like that. Uh, how would you make this? So how would you make it uh, a good sort of whipped lemonade? Is mm. there any way you could engineer well, that? I would. You would not do it? I wouldn't do it. You know, I, I think of like, I think what you've told me, like I think of a creamsicle, right. like you can do that. So like it's orange juice, like ice cream. Like, sure. why don't you do that? Like get ice cream, pour lemonade over it. I am um, some ice cubes and blend it into like a milkshake kind of thing. Mm. That would be okay. Like that's not bad. Um, I'm, I'm not on board with the ready whip. Yeah. Um, an orange Julius, isn't that like, you know, something that's like a creamsicle kind of? Well, I, funny enough, orange Julius just came up a while ago. And for those who don't know it, uh, it was a staple in malls in, I would say, probably mainly the 80s and 90s, maybe before then. Uh, it was always next to the hot dog on a stick place as oh, well. Oh, yeah, my two so those, uh, those favorite things. Well. And to connect all this together, hot dog and the stick had really good lemonade. So, uh, but Orange Julius was like a frothy orange kind of drink. And it was a powdered, I'm oh. sure, kind of engineered frozen orange drink. I've never had those powdered drinks I'm sure I've drank them at some stage, mm -hmm. but like Kool-Aid or oh, like, like I've never, yeah, I've okay. never had those. Okay. Well, if people bake with Kool-Aid. I know they do. That's, Just because um, you can doesn't mean you should. Right. I think that was from Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> so Gemma, on to um, other, uh, other news. Uh, Krispy Kreme, yeah. our friends over at Krispy Kreme, have carnival-themed donuts like caramel popcorn, Cotton candy, caramel apple. First of all, we know you love donuts. What do you think of those flavors? 
I like my donuts to be donuts. I, mm. You know what? I, I do enjoy a Krispy Kreme. I like the plain glazed Krispy Kreme, just the regular old Krispy Kreme. I think when you get to start to go into like that world of cotton candy, you're talking about a lot of synthetic flavors mm. and that wouldn't be my cup of tea. They look pretty incredible though. Can I see? Yeah. Oh yeah, it does look good. Is that the cotton candy one? Yeah. With the mm. kind of the sparkly top there. Not a, no, yeah. What's the green one then? That's a caramel apple. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No and the caramel corn. Wouldn't that wouldn't be wouldn't be my wouldn't be my thing. Yeah. Well, I like just plain donuts. I'm sure, you know, it's timed to state fairs. Yeah. And the different things that you can experience at a state fair. Gemma, have you been to a state fair in the I have, in Kevin. The US? And you and I went to one. Uh, I'm just trying to think. What do you remember that we had from there? We had oysters. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Not so state fairy. No, they are. I think that's a thing at the state fairs. No, thing Zach's saying no. Okay. And he's <laughs> Zach, from Ohio, Zach's so from he should Ohio. know. He knows. And <laughs> um, we had oysters. We had caviar. And <laughs> we did not. We did not. Um, we we had no. We didn't have turkey legs. I'm thinking, did we have turkey legs? But we didn't no, have turkey legs. That's leg. Disneyland. We had. Did we have ice cream? We had elephant ears. Elephant ears. We had elephant ears. I remember ears. that. That's that was a, the first time a, I ever had that. And we, you've actually never made that for bigger, bolder baking. No, I That'd could. Be a fun one. Yeah, I could do that. You've done funnel cake. I've done funnel cake. Elephant ears are fun. And you've done snow cones, which are kind of yeah. fairy to some extent. But yeah, we could do something like that. I, you know, the 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 whole fair food industry is pretty fascinating. The fact that every year they have to like top themselves, like it's insane. Well, like I saw um, this, like right now it's in the middle of summer and the, and the, these kinds of things are opening back up again because they were closed right. last year. Sure. So the Los Angeles, the LA County Fair is opening and people, I think like they're selling out their tickets like early in the morning they because are. everybody just like wants to get like to get out of the house and to experience like a fun summer thing like that. And the chef, the like executive chef of the fair was um, on TV doing a run through of the new foods for this year's fair. And a lot of them were just fair foods with Cheetos on top. Mm. So there was a hot dog with Cheetos on top. There was a hamburger Made with Cheetos. Cheetos on top. Yeah. There was um there there was another there was a hot dog with mac and cheese on it. Yeah. And then a spicy mayonnaise on top of the mac and cheese. I'm sure some of our listeners might enjoy some um, of those things. There was there was a lot of Fritos on things. Yeah. And uh so like I have to say like I I I I'm not I I do enjoy fair food. I like funnel cake. I like fried things, especially like one of the best things about going to the fair is the fair food, like the turkey legs, all those kinds of things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be putting my hand up um, for a Fritos hamburger. Or but deep that's just fried. Me. Or a deep fried deep Snickers fried bar or whatever. Or, or a deep fried things. Oreo. I wouldn't do those yeah. things. But I would get ice cream for sure. Like soft serve ice cream or something. Yum. Didn't I hear, Jim, that some of these... Uh, some of these food ideas come out of uh, uh, Texas, but some of them come out of Ireland. Didn't Who said I hear that? that? No. Where, did we'll you, look that up for next week. Where did you hear that from? I, I heard that. I, no, I, we don't have carnivals in Ireland. Well, I don't know. You guys are you guys are food geniuses. Mm. 
I don't know if that's, may, I don't know if the people who come up our, with that <laughs> are geniuses, but anyway. Well, Jim, back to, back to Krispy Kreme, um, you know, that's, I think it's pretty fun, like coming up with a theme like that. Like, so is there any particular theme for donuts that like you would explore? Like, you know, you've done, you've done fried donuts, you've done baked donuts, um, you, you've done air fryer donuts. I'm just trying to think of seasonality. I don't know, like a birthday cake donut or like mm. a summer, like usually you see, um, this is actually, I think this is a fair thing. Zach, you might be able to tell us this. You know when they, a donut shop cut open donuts and they put in a whole pile of strawberries, like macerated strawberries and then like whipped cream or something? You know, you know that? that is that a, is that a, is, is a, is that an Ohio thing? I think fair food is just food to excess. Yeah, I just and feel I, I feel like I, that I feel I, like that donut thing. I think is... we're also painting not a great picture of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, sorry, so... Zach. <laughs> now, Zach, in Ohio, do they? <laughs> wow, we're going to get all sorts of uh, reader comments about this depending on where no, you're located. No, I want to look into that strawberry thing okay. because that's a like I know in donut shops that's a big deal. I feel, and I know in LA there's donut there's famous donut shops that their thing is strawberries in donuts with whipped cream. You know what, Kevin? We should go get one of those one day. I know that there's a famous donut shop, like East LA. Um, I don't know if it's the Donut Boy. You know the guy that holds up the donut? Randy's Donuts? Randy's Donuts. Is it them, maybe, well, that does it? I don't know. We, again, there's a famous donut like shop across the city that... Um, and. They do stuff like that. Seems like we have uh, some research to do for uh, the next episode. Maybe a field trip. Maybe we do need to know on the go. Yeah, I need to know on the go. Need to know on the go. So Gemma, you just released uh, the best summer desserts of 2021, along with some friends from TikTok and YouTube and, and a whole bunch of things that uh, that, that submitted some, some great uh, content. So, um, so, so far, Gem, again, what... What kind of favorite desserts for the summer are you are you enjoying right now? Um, well, being in California, like we've got lots of lovely fruit. Like I think every, I, even I open up my fridge right now, we have a lot of strawberries. We've been eating a lot of strawberries, a lot of raspberries. I love, I love things like uh, pavlova with like raspberries, fresh berries. I love red berries. I love blueberries too. So I think like even, you know what I really love what I had recently was a strawberry crisp that I made here. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Now, it was super delicious. And like I would never, I would have always thought that strawberries would have needed help from something else to make it a, a dessert. Like something like that, like a baked dessert. But it, was, it wasn't until we did the strawberry pie and I had the strawberry pie that I realized right, it was like, right. this is a real thing. This yeah. is delicious. Like I get now why people were asking us for strawberry pie. And it seems so simple, but it's really delicious. So then I thought, I'm going to take my favorite crisp topping and I'm going to make a strawberry crisp. And we did that. And that, I think... This summer so far was probably one of my favorite desserts. Hmm. Um, I never knew if I was a fan of cooked strawberries like that, like hot strawberries, but I really loved it. But Kevin, I would love your feedback on that dessert. My feedback on that dessert is um, I love and respect your opinion. Uh, and I appreciate that everybody has different uh, points of view. Uh, it wasn't my favorite. I, I thought that it was too strawberry. 
which is to say I love strawberries, um, but like as a dessert and as a main flavor, there was a lot of, of strawberries, especially cooked down. And maybe that's a little bit of this is I'm less of a fan of like the cooked down strawberries versus say fresh. I get that, but I, I thought the flavor was amazing. It was excellent with ice cream. Vanilla ice cream on top. With vanilla ice cream on top and the I pastry. I have steak, you did eat it all. I was being polite. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dis- that would be very disrespectful in our household <laughs> if you if you didn't eat any everything. Uh, yeah, uh, well, from that funny. Yeah, I loved but... it. And then a few weeks, remember a few a while ago, we were going to make a dessert for the weekend. And I said to you, I was thinking of a crisp, and you said, just don't make the strawberry crisp. <laughs> well, what, what I'm finding, the, the, the connective tissue here is that uh, your last favorite favorite was a chocolate and pear crisp. Mm-hmm. So to me, is it the crisp I part d- of it? I adore crisps. Yeah. Which is so weird because it's like, really? A crisp? But I have to say, so I, there's a few different reasons why I love it. So the fruit breaks, like it is breaks through like a chocolate a slice of chocolate cake right. is sugar and flour and cocoa powder i just i like the different texture and flavor you get from fruit desserts and sure. also that it's not all as some of it comes from natural sweetness because sure. in my crisps i put very little sugar into the fruit yeah um but but the crisp topping is the a whole crisp, other thing i think the <laughs> reason the crisps are so delicious is because you get the topping right. like like it's and all, what it's goes all about into your topping. topping? Like what is your so what goes into my topping? And I know I can talk about this um, extensively because I tested a lot of recipes recently. So it's going to sound kind of, but like it's oats and nuts, chopped nuts. But I experimented with a few different things. I experimented leaving out chopped nuts and putting in ground almonds, which actually makes for a different but really nice uh, sure. crust or crumb crisp. And um, putting in oats. Adds nice texture, more of a texture thing than a flavor. And um, I also, with one of my recipes, you put in a little bit of semolina for like a different texture. Like so, so there's 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 slight different like little changes that you can make to a crisp that just make it a different beast altogether. Well, and here's one thing, uh, and I know they're very different, but just in thinking about like crisp versus cobbler versus pies like how do you how do you kind of classify all of those different types of desserts um well a pie is a pie right and a uh crisp and a cobbler crisp and a cobbler and a crumble crumble there we go all live in the same family right they're 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 under the same umbrella sure um I really love cobblers because they kind of have that drop biscuit, like that drop biscuit kind of texture, like the thing on top. In my book, I have an amazing apple and blueberry cobbler. Mm -hmm. And that is what I I say this a lot, but but I really mean it. That's one of my favorite desserts. Yeah. So when I think about like us making desserts at home for the longest time, I all I wanted to do was make that apple and blueberry cobbler. But then I started making the pear and chocolate cobbler or crisp Crisp. from my website, which I absolutely adore. And then uh, most recently, I've got my new cop, my new crisp topping that I just want to put on everything. On everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, Gemma, given that it's the heart of summer right now, um, I know we've received a lot of requests and questions around um, turning off that oven and, and either doing no-bake recipes or, or even grilling desserts. Uh, can you talk a little bit about grilling desserts? Like, what, what does that look like? What can you grill? Um, well, a grill... This is a good question, Kevin. A grill is... Um, is a is a is a look once you get that hood down like it's another oven and you can you can do a lot with it sometimes uh, especially here in LA in certain areas it gets really hot and some people only grill outside during the summer so you can do um recently what I did on Amazon live was I grilled pineapple and I made a coconut ice cream and a rum butter sauce so you can like grill a lot of fruit like directly on the uh, the bars of a grill so you're talking something that's that has a bit that's a you know, you don't want to pick the ripest peaches, yeah. but like peaches, nectarine, pineapple. What we used to do as kids, which is one of my favorite things to this day, is just put whole bananas on the barbecue. Well, and we do this today, like you said, is we'll we'll cook uh, burgers or something on the grill, and then what? How do you? you yeah, turn so you turn it off. off. So we always had coals at home, so we'd do what we'd have our dinner and stuff, and just as we took all the sausages and burgers and everything and the baked potatoes off the grill. And as it was dying down, we would just put bananas yeah. straight on the grill. And then um, by the time it came to dessert time, your banana was black on the outside, like in the skin. Don't do anything with it. Just mm -hmm. put it straight on the grill. Mm -hmm. And um, it would be black on the outside. And it would be gorgeous and sweet and soft on the inside. And you wouldn't add anything else to it. I know here there's a thing of like a s'mores banana mm. and... Some people add orange juice and sugar or whatever. We just, we didn't add anything. We yeah, just had that it. and vanilla ice cream. And it was still to this day, it's one of my favorite desserts. And your caramel sauce. And caramel that's sauce. Um, but that's, that's kind of an obvious one. Like talking about like grilling fruit. There is a recipe um, that I did years ago on Bigger Boulder Baking about uh it's a brownie i don't know what you'd call it a brownie in an orange the orange where you hollow out an orange and you pour yes. in brownie batter you put you put back on its little lid you cover it in cling foil i'm oh, sorry in tin foil and you put it on the barbecue for around 40 minutes 45 minutes or so it just depends on the, the temperature and you cook the brownie the brownie cooks in the orange, it gets really lovely and soft. It gets nice and steamy. And then you get the flavor of the orange. And you have this little orange pot to eat your brownie out of. That's one of my, I think that's just, I think it's an old like Boy Scout trick or something like that. It's just, a, I think it's a genius idea. Like I didn't invent it, but I absolutely love it. It's the same idea with the bananas. And um, yeah, I, lo are, I love stuff like that. That's, those are good ideas. I yeah. think those would be a hit in Ohio. They would be in Ohio. <laughs> Zach, do you guys like that in Ohio? <laughs> I don't think they're not super into bananas. Like I probably that. couldn't go to Ohio and after all stuff I've said about it. I don't <laughs> we love Ohio. Uh, not to end on on uh, on that note there, but also you again you could put skillets outside in in yeah. those uh, in in a in a grill or as you said even like on a campfire you can do some really interesting things too. Yeah, get really creative. It's just another oven outside your house. Yeah. So can you, if you can do brownies, could you do a, can you do a cake? Well, you heard how I did the brownies, right? Like I hollowed out an orange and poured the brownie right. batter into oh, it. Oh, but it's, right. But like, can you, 
Can't she just steam a cake in uh, on a grill? Yeah, in that in that case, you can case, do it in a microwave. It might just be easier to stick it in the oven. Stick it in the oven. Yeah, but, but it's uh, taut. Yeah, I um, I'm not gonna get into the ins and outs now of how to barbecue a cake, Kevin. <laughs> I'm gonna go it's been barbecue a, long day. a cake, uh, and uh, we're gonna report go back. Barbecue a cake and tell me how you got on. We're gonna report back on that. We're gonna report back on Irish food and all sorts of things about Ohio. On, uh, <laughs> The next episode. Yeah. So I think we'll wrap things up there, Gemma. <laughs> I think we did enough damage. Uh, but uh, but thank you so much for listening. Be sure to uh, rate uh, this episode, uh, this podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, thank you so much for being part of the Need to Know listening audience. Yeah, and leave a comment. Yes, absolutely. Leave us leave a comment. Like rate, rate and review, right? Rate and review. Rate and review. Kevin, I'm doing your job.